Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about why we blurt things out, what would happen if Earth stopped turning, and what those little black dots are around your windshield. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Have you ever had that experience where you blurt something out that you shouldn't have? Oh my God, all the time. <laughs> wow. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> this is your segment. That's fine. Well, hopefully you didn't do this during a job interview or during an important meeting or romantic encounter or podcast recording. Guilty. But according to research, these are exactly the situations in which you're most likely to do it. Ironically, the more aroused you are, as in awake and alert, the better the chance you might say something automatically without thinking about it. Researchers say that this might even be the reason why more arguments happen during stressful periods, like when you're dealing with family at Christmas time. So why is this? Well, a new paper in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology outlines a set of experiments that reached these conclusions. The first study asked participants to write a dating profile and found that aroused people disclosed more embarrassing, emotional, intimate, and incriminating information about themselves compared to those who were relatively relaxed. A follow-up study on the same data showed that the aroused participants' profiles were less attractive for dating than those of the more relaxed participants. That suggests that disclosing too much information also negatively affects people's attractiveness. So remember not to overshare on your next Tinder profile update. TMI, everybody. The second study looked at online trolling behavior and how likely people are to reveal instances where they said mean or malicious things to other people online. The study found that people are more likely to disclose information they wouldn't normally disclose when they're aroused, as in awake and alert. And the third study found that people are more likely to disclose highly personal information after physical exercise. So how do we stop ourselves from creating awkwardness, being offensive, damaging trust, or harming perception towards our character? Well, obviously, you should make an extra effort to control what comes out of your mouth when you're stressed and saying stuff you might regret later. But researchers also recommend adopting daily strategies to reduce stress, since stress is related to arousal. Consciously controlling your breathing and listening to chill music are two strategies known to work. You could also drink less coffee, get enough sleep, and eat well. You know, basically the stuff we tell you to do all the time. Remember all of this when you're heading into a high-stakes situation, and hopefully you'll be able to keep your cool. True story. The tweets that I tweet right after getting back from a long run are most likely to be deleted by me later. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like have all these thoughts when I'm out there running, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to tweet that. And then I take my shower, and I'm like recovered and then I'm like what was why did I do this nobody's even liking this and then I delete it so case in point all right what would happen if earth stopped rotating don't worry about the how or the why just think about the end result the consequences tell us a lot about how our planet functions as well as other worlds in the galaxy so let's learn some lessons with this hypothetical situation well, since we'd continue to rotate relative to the sun, we'd still have night and day. It's just that each day would be as long as 365 days are today. A year in total darkness or total daylight would have a pretty dramatic effect on the planet, as you can imagine. Puts a new spin on escaping somewhere warm for vacation, especially if you happen to be living on the night side of our planet that year. Which brings us to weather. 
Our weather patterns are created by warm air rising, cool air sinking, and the Earth's rotation driving temperature variation across the planet. Without the Earth's rotation, our entire system of currents and winds would be disrupted, and the tides would only change every 27 days, since that's how long it takes the moon to go around the Earth. While it would be hard to stop Earth's rotation, that hasn't stopped the moon from doing its best to do just that for millions of years, and actually succeeding. The moon's gravity pulls harder on one side of the Earth than the other. And over the past four and a half billion years, that's actually lengthened Earth's day from roughly 18 hours to 24 hours. Eventually, the Earth's rotation will slow to match the moon's orbital period of 27 days. This phenomenon is called tidal locking, and it's pretty common. Many moons in the solar system are tidally locked to their home worlds, which results in a spin that presents the same side to that home world all the time. Many known exoplanets are also tidally locked to their host stars. If Earth did that, one side would have perpetual sunshine and the other would have eternal night. And the sidereal day, or how long it takes Earth to spin relative to the stars, would last a year. Since tidally locked exoplanets seem to be common around stars smaller than the sun, astronomers are trying to understand whether they could be habitable. Fortunately, these things tend to take a while to happen, to the tune of millions or billions of years. In the meantime, just be happy we get to experience both night and day more often than once every few hundred days. Here's a question you might ask yourself if you're bored on your commute. What are those little black dots on car windshields and bus windows? Take a look if you're in a vehicle right now. Do you see them? Those gritty black circles in a pattern along the outer edges of the window? That's what I'm talking about. Nearly every vehicle has those dots. Well, the material is called frit, and it's a baked-in ceramic paint. It is almost impossible to scrape off. That frit band along the edge of the glass does three very important things. First of all, it protects urethane sealant from ultraviolet rays. Urethane sealant is the adhesive that holds the window glass in place and keeps rain and moisture from getting in. And frit protects that adhesive from the sun so the windows don't just unstick on a hot day. That'd be awkward. Frit also provides a rough surface for the adhesive to stick to. Car companies used to use big gaskets and chrome trim to hold windows on, but they started using adhesives in the 50s and 60s. Frit made the adhesive hold better, and it became standard in cars pretty quickly. But why dots? Well, for one thing, the pattern is kind of pleasing, and it works as a visual barrier to hide the glue. But the dot gradient also makes for an even distribution of temperature across the glass. That way the glass doesn't warp and distort your view during quick temperature shifts. The frit helps you see more clearly. Some car manufacturers have a habit of extending the dot pattern down between the front sun visors to create a kind of third visor for the driver. That reduces the glare from sunlight so you can see while you drive. And some car makers even go further for your visual pleasure. If you're in a fancy car, you might notice small logos or designs in place of the traditional circular dots. But whatever it looks like, it's still frit. And it does a much bigger job than most of us realize. So what did we learn today? Well, I learned that we blurt things out when we're aroused and agitated. So if you don't want to say things that you'll regret, just chill out and be extra careful when you know you're going into a high-stress situation. Easier said than done. Definitely. And it was a fun thought experiment to think about what would happen if the Earth stopped turning. We'd have year-long days or nights or be permanently locked with one side of our planet facing the sun. 
And some exoplanets do this, which is pretty interesting. Astronomers are still trying to figure out if they could be habitable. There's probably a part of the planet that's habitable, but who knows? Habitable. Habitable. And I'm so glad we got to the bottom of what those black dots are on car windshields and train windows and pretty much every vehicle glass. It's called Frit, and it helps the window stick on, and it keeps the window from flexing in sudden temperature changes. So I know that people like you from California don't really think about the sudden temperature changes as much as us Midwesterners. True. But hopefully people in all climates can appreciate this information. Yeah. Today's stories were written by University of Melbourne for Futurity, Matthew R. Francis, and Kelsey Donk, and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Script writing was by Cody Goff and Sonia Hodgen. Curiosity Daily is produced and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network. 